In today's episode, we're going to be talking about how we failed to do this one thing in our past relationships that cost us so much time, energy, and money in the long run. But when we got together, Sarah and I, and we did things differently, it has really taken all areas of our lives and our relationships to the next level. The real question is this, how can you be more intentional in your relationship before the wedding day so you can live out a Christ-centered marriage that doesn't just survive, but thrives? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Fiolino. We believe that if it takes almost a decade to prepare for the priesthood, then a single course or retreat isn't nearly enough to prepare for a lifelong marriage. We help couples like you enter into your marriage vocation with confidence through developing your relationship. We're glad you're here. Now let's get started. What's up, everybody? Hey. And welcome to episode five of the Journey of Marriage podcast. We're so excited to have you here. How are you doing, Sarah? I am great. Yeah. So let's talk about this this one thing mm. that we failed to do in our past relationship that costs us so much of our lives. Well, let's first talk about our past relationships before we get to that yeah. one thing. So what, what what happened? Tell me your past relationship. Well, my past relationship, I wasted time because maybe I could have found you sooner. <laughs> um, but I also wasted money being in this relationship, buying gifts to make them happy, which was, of Ooh. course, temporary because it's materialistic. Share with me a gift that you... Mm. I bought one of my ex's basketball tickets What to see a Celtics game. And I guess we had some kind of miscommunication after that because after I gave the tickets, we were somehow fighting. <laughs> what? And it was just kind of blowing my mind. Like, what is happening? I just got you this awesome gift. And now we're fighting about something I don't even remember. Ooh. And... That really drained my energy. Mm. I was just tired of the miscommunications, of the fighting. It was not beating my soul. Mm. I resonate with that because I had a similar relationship as well where it costed me so much of my life. What? Um, Over five years of my life in this relationship. And... $18,000 of debt. That blows my mind. Yeah. So like in my past relationship, I didn't know how to manage finances very well. And I was so in my feelings that I wanted to buy the world for her. And I didn't even have the money to afford it. So I would use my credit card just trying to impress her with everything, all the vacations, all the things that we could do together. And I racked up about $18,000 of debt. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. (gasps) Um, I mean, at the end of it, like during our relationship, I just still, I wasn't feeling at peace with our relationship, where we were going, we're always fighting, we weren't resolving anything. So it was just so much of a burden. And I 
I feel like our relationships, one of the big reasons why it costs us so much was be, was because we didn't really invest in the relationship. And we weren't intentional. Yeah, for sure. I was just <laughs> going crazy. Walking on eggshells or just trying to make the other person happy. Yeah. Not sustainable. Yeah. So then we got together and we learned that this one thing from our mentors is that the fastest way to improving any area of your life, but let's talk about our relationship. We knew that the fastest way to improving our relationship was by modeling those who've already had successful relationships. And that makes sense because we didn't know how and we needed help. Yeah. And we wanted to be the best for each other. Yeah, we didn't want a marriage that just survives, but we wanted a marriage that thrives in all areas of our lives and in our relationship and our walk with God. So what did we do instead that was different? Well, one of the things that we did was learn about finances together, which was really cool because that is um, a topic I was afraid of. Okay. And I was thinking that if we did get married you would handle that. Oh, nope. (laughs) Good thing we got... So that's pretty cool that um, you took me to like do financial workshops. Even though I was like a little scared, having you there really helped. Yeah, and it's good that we got on the same page because teamwork makes the dream work. Teamwork makes the marriage work. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, we went to courses... We read a lot of books and we're still doing that in our relationship. And be- this is even before we got married. This is like what courtship. Mm-hmm. And I had never really like read books. Yeah. I barely read my school books. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh, this guy really likes to read. So I guess I got to learn how to like reading. Yeah. I mean, for me, I didn't really like reading growing up as well. But then I started studying successful people and what their habits were and that was one of the habits like they they were curious about mastery and one of the facets of that is reading everything you can about a topic that you want to master and i wanted to be a good future spouse so i was like we were doing all these things we were reading books going to courses we even invested in coaching and mentoring even to this day And that was something new for me as well, because it's different than just Googling yourself an answer, Mm. but having like a coach or a mentor to keep you accountable and to push you forward. Yeah. And to give some context for all of our listeners, like collectively in our relationship, we've invested what over $50,000. Yep. In in education, in our relationship, in coaching, mentors, all these things um, to help grow our relationship. And we're continuing to do that as well. 100% Some, worth it. Yeah. I mean, through investing this money and this time in our relationship, we were able to like accomplish a lot of good, good results in our relationship, like becoming debt-free before getting married. Yes. Right? We paid off collectively over $28,000. 
we cre- we developed a really solid spiritual life together. Like the most spiritual life, solidness, yeah. whatever you want to call it, ever. At least for me, it was. Yeah. No, for me too. In in our relationship, like I never did our like my past relationship like this, like keeping God in the center and the prayer life and everything. Yeah, we started doing that. We planned our wedding effectively. Um, where we came in our marriage without any debt from our wedding. Mm-hmm. So, and this was in Hawaii, you guys, where it's probably it's one of the st- states with the most expensive cost of doing a wedding at. But because we learned these skills, we were able to do it debt free, and, and together, which yeah, and together. Huge because as a bride, I felt like I was going to have to do it myself, but you wanted to help plan the wedding. Yeah, because there's so much that goes behind it. Um, we learned how to communicate well and healthy in our relationship and navigating conflict fast, which helped during the wedding planning mm-hmm. and in our marriage. Um, and we were eating healthy. Uh, you would help me out with that. Yeah. You would tell me, moderation, Sarah, and be like, oh, okay, I guess it is good for me to moderate. And we also worked out together. Yeah. Which is something I really needed as well, an mm-hmm. accountability workout buddy. Yeah, I mean, we're still doing this Whole30 challenge too, mm-hmm. like healthy eating challenge. And we're almost done. Yeah, super exciting. We started our own business together. Yes. Super exciting. Would you ever think that you would be like an entrepreneur? Mm-mm. No. I thought I was always going to be working for somebody. Yeah, it's scary. But we we decided to invest in these 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 people, these courses, these books to learn because we want to impact the world together. And it also helped us prepare for parenthood. So it kind of shows, here's a trend, like because we did all these things, we invested time, energy, and our money in our relationship, we were able to produce results fast because how long have we been married? Less than two years. Yeah, less than two years. We've known each other for maybe about... Mm, Three. Three, yeah. Mm -hmm. And we started early on in our courtship. And we are so glad that we made these investments. And I think the strategy here is really understanding. And Warren Buffett says this the best. He says, ultimately, there's one investment that supersedes others, investing in yourself. Whoa. So what sticks out to you with that? Um, I mean, invest in yourself. It's kind of a no-brainer. Mm. Um, it, like when you hear it, it's kind of like, oh, duh. But we tend not to invest in ourselves because we're so busy giving to others. Mm. And maybe sometimes we feel guilty for investing in ourselves, like it's selfish. But it's not because then when you invest in yourself, you're becoming the best person you can be so you can show up for others. Mm. So would you mind sharing like your perspective of like how you how when we first spent like thousands of dollars on a course... I remember you were kind of like, oh, kind of taken back at that. I wasn't accustomed to that because I was always just giving to other people, giving my time, helping them out. I didn't think about like growing myself Mm. because I was thinking, oh, I'm too busy um, and I don't have the money, but I do. I just have to prioritize myself. Mm. That's powerful. And then when we inv- when we invest in ourselves, we can give more mm-hmm. to others. 
We're not saying to not give to others while you're on this journey of investing in yourself. Yes, give, give, continue to give, continue to serve. That's what Christ called us to do. Yes. But invest in yourself so you could give more. Mm-hmm. You could give more and you can impact the world in a bigger level. See, one thing we've also learned is that we, we have to learn from people who have the results that we desired. Like who? So, for example, like if we want, since we want to improve our spiritual life, the people that we followed are the saints. They're where we want to be. They're in heaven. So we had to learn the habits of what successful saints mm-hmm. had in their spiritual lives and starting to implement that in our relationship. So spiritual life. Yes. Who's your favorite saint? My favorite saint would be Saint Joseph. Hey. He is he is a he is a man the manly man, the one I mimic and I try to model myself after becoming a parent. And he's really helped us throughout our whole discernment journey. Mm-hmm. Through our courtship. We always in, ask for his intercession. And Mama Mary. And the Blessed Mother. So praise be to God. So f- spiritual finances. We wanted to learn from people who are successful with their finances not people who did not have really great (laughs) financial situation right you're not going to take advice from a poor person on how to do well with your finances exactly that'd be crazy exactly and of course relationships Mm -hmm. we looked for strong marriages we looked for experts in this field Mm -hmm. who knew how to do this and by will by being willing to spend the time and the money in learning these and and really delving into people's work on these different areas that you're trying to improve will will really pay off tenfold but if you really want to achieve the results the fastest i know you could read the books you could go to the courses but the fastest way to achieve a result is by investing in a coach. Mm-hmm. Because they want to help you get to where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Yes. That they've already gone through the challenges and the experiences that you're going to be going through on this journey. So they, they're going to help you navigate through all the pitfalls, all the all the things that you're going to have to go through on your journey. Help you with breakthroughs yep. and they know you are capable mm. of doing what you want to do. We just, as humans, we have a fear. And so sometimes we just need a little push. Ooh, that's powerful. Like we have a lot of like self-limiting beliefs. And that's why we have a coach to help mm-hmm. us experience those type of break- breakthroughs. And not just, we don't have just one coach. We have different coaches in different mm-hmm. areas of our lives. Exactly. So, yeah, your coach will help you keep keep you accountable. I know that that has been happening for us. And they're there to really just help you get the results that you want a lot faster than having to try to do it by yourself. So let's talk about some beliefs mm. that couples might think when they're preparing for marriage and their wedding day. So you might be thinking... Oh, but I have my wedding to plan for and I need this money for our wedding. But what you have to think about is that your wedding is one day and your marriage is going to be forever 
until death do you part, right? So you want to invest in different skills and coaches and whatnot because you're going to receive something back from that that you can bring into your marriage. But when you're investing in one day, your wedding day, sure, you might get like some gifts and money from guests, but other than that, you're not receiving anything back. So that's why your wedding is not really an asset. It's a liability. And when you invest in yourselves, that's an asset. Mm. And I, I guess a little teaching of what an asset and liability is. This is actually from Robert Kiyosaki. He talks about assets and liabilities. An asset is something that you invest in that grows. A liability is something that you invest in, but nothing comes back. Nothing grows from that. It just takes from you. So like what you said, like we're investing $10,000, $30,000 on this wedding day, but we're not really getting a return after that. Like it's a day. And if anything, that's just a liability, mm-hmm. right? So investing in, your, in a coach lasts a lifetime and... If anything, if you invest in your relationship, you can do your wedding a lot better. Yes. Right? I agree. Like how? Uh, Well, like we were saying before, we were able to work together Mm -hmm. and just communicate through all the issues that would come with wedding planning. Yep. And being able to overcome those together made me feel loved and supported. Yeah. And finances, learning how to budget. That's a big wedding mm-hmm. expense. So another another belief that you might be thinking is like, well, I have, a, I have a wedding to plan for and I don't have the time to be working on my relationship. I have to plan the wedding. I have to do my job. I have to do my life. And there's just so much. I don't have time to be working on my relationship. What do you think about that, Sarah? Mm, we prioritize anything in life so, if you prioritize your relationship, shouldn't you be making time for that? Ooh. If we really want our marriage to work, we should be making that the number one priority, our relationship. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, if anything, working on a relationship actually buys us back time and money. Mm-hmm. Especially during the wedding plan, because what? We have better teamwork. Mm-hmm. Right, We know how to designate roles and expectations. We know how to avoid the conflicts and de-escalate them quickly, especially when it comes to like family and having to deal with all the stresses in wedding planning. We learn how to manage the finances. We know how to do all these things, but it all starts in your relationship. Yep. That's the easy fix. Yeah. I mean, one of the couples that we want to highlight, um, they kind of talked about, we were able to interview them and we wanted to know how their first year of marriage was because if you Google first year of marriage, the front page, the top page, you'll see everything negative about it. Like it's the worst. Like how to survive your first year of marriage. Like what is there to survive? Yeah. Like why are they making it seem so bad? But yeah, I mean, it's it's a struggle. No, I mean, ultimately, I could I, I understand that. You're just two people coming together with completely different backgrounds, upbringings, and now trying to learn how to live together and work together, I could see how that first year of marriage could be super um, stressful. But the thing is, with this couple that we interviewed, 
was that they said that their first year of marriage wasn't really that hard. And I asked them, like, what did you do to make sure it wasn't that challenging? And they said, well, we invested in like personal development, in, in our relationship, in our leadership development, the things that they did early on while they were what, dating? This yeah. is like when they're dating. Mm-hmm. Actually, even before dating. Yep. They started like investing in all these skills and they're like, yeah, we were able to apply everything we learned before the wedding day. And now, like in that first year of marriage, it wasn't, it was pretty seamless. And I love how intentional they were about that because they knew how important it would be to be prepared mm. going into a new life together. Yes. Super powerful. So, I mean, the big takeaway from this, I hope you guys got some value, is to know that, you know, Whatever we put our money, our time, our energy into are things that we should be prioritizing, prioritizing, mm-hmm. right? We should be investing all of our resources in assets rather than liabilities. Our wedding day ultimately is a liability, but your relationship is an asset. That is what's going to take you And your marriage to the next level. Everything that you want to invest in learning your spiritual life together, your finances together, communicating healthy together. When you start doing when you start being more intentional in investing your resources for that, man, you can achieve so much. Um, and I hope you guys learn from our past experience and our pitfalls and what we did differently in a relationship to change everything. So, yeah, this was fun. It was fun. With that being said, future spouses, um, if you if you resonate with the with this content, let us know. DM us on Instagram at Journey to Marriage. We're more than willing to talk and share our input, and I want to hear your perspective. So, with that being said, take care and God bless. Bye. How long was that? 21 We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast so you can get notifications of future episodes. Secondly, would you mind doing us a huge favor? If you received value from today's episode, please share it with your friends. Then, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you And this will also help us reach more couples preparing for the vocation of marriage. And lastly, if you want to go deeper with your life, spiritual, and relationship development, go to journeytomarriage.com slash resources to see a list of tools we personally recommend for your journey to marriage. Until Until next time, time, future spouses. spouses.